This podcast is very proudly brought to you by my new book, From Peasants Food to Superfoods. This book is based on cooking for the entire family and it guides cooks from all experiences on how to integrate healthy foods into everyday life. I know it's easy to stick to the same old things every week with a family to feed and a budget to stick to, but eating nutritious and delicious food every night is achievable and affordable. Learning how to use, prepare, and incorporate new and old ingredients into tasty and exciting food is what I love doing. So I have put this book together. It's over 300 pages. There's over 100 simple, nutritious recipes, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts. Most of it's gluten-free, dairy-free. It's very gut-healing, very anti-inflammatory, and I hope that you will love it as much as I have, putting it together and (laughs) bringing it to life. So if you would like to check it out, learn more, or order it, jump online at www.mgherbs.com.au. And thanks for bringing us the podcast today. You're listening to Melissa Gearing, the Naked Naturopath. Mel is a qualified naturopath, herbalist, and nutritionist. She can't wait to share her thoughts on all things health and wellness with you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Naked Naturopath, and thanks for listening in again today. We have a beautiful cast where we're going to talk all herbs with the wonderful naturopath and founder from Love Teas. Her name is Emma Watson, and she's here to chat all things therapeutic tea. Welcome, Emma. Hi, Mel. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. I'm really excited because – and you know what? The listeners will be really excited because everyone gets – really passionate about talking about the actual herbs and so I'm I'm really excited because you're a naturopath we can we can get into the nitty-gritty yeah yeah I love that we're not just talking like you know off cuts of um peppermint you know like random roots and leaves we're talking proper therapeutic herbal teas yes so you did your studies as a naturopath and you know, we said we were talking just briefly before recording, you said that you spent a year practicing and then the tea kind of took off. But what what kind of lit that fire in you to go with a tea with a tea business instead of making liquid herbs? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I was um at the same time that I started studying naturopathy, I was drinking a lot of chai, chai tea. <laughs> and I got right into it and I um I felt like in the market at that time, there was lots of chives out there, but they were sort of like this heavy black tea with a hint of spice and not a great deal of depth to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, I started going to this little, this cool little spice store down the road from my house and buying these ingredients myself and just brewing my own, my own chai. And um, yeah, I used, you know, I'd go and buy the cardamom, and the cinnamon, the cloves, the starries, and brew it all up in this in this pot on the stove. And it was this beautiful aroma. It was really wholesome. And I'd add a bit of black tea, but not like what I'd been drinking. And anyway, <clears throat> people would come over and I'd say, do you want to try? And they would, they would always really enjoy it. And um, it led me to um, start making it all the time. And people were like, you should sell this. You should, um, you should make this for other people and get it out there. Yeah. So I did. I started making the chai. And um, that's kind of where it all came from. Um, I, I started Love Tea when I was in my second year of uni um, studying naturopathy and um, I think it was, yeah, the long-term vision for it was that I could could bring these herbs into people's lives and, and make them more accessible and affordable mm. and easier for people to access um, and create these blends that made it really enjoyable for people to drink. 
um, yeah, so between the chai and then falling in love with the herbs, it kind of led to creating a range of teas. Because your original business name was um, Chai Tea, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was called Love Chai. Love Chai, yes. yes. Yeah. Narrow vision there, that was. Well, but, um, you ha- how, many herb- how many blends do you have now? Uh, so there's actually the 72 products in total. Wow. Um, but that differs across different sizes. Um, we do biodegradable pyramid tea bags mm. and we do loose leaf. And we do them in retail sizes as well as the large boxes, which are more for cafes and service packs. So yeah. it's quite a quite a variety. <laughs> like, oh, I want to tell you um, a story because I, I have your teas and I recommend them a lot yeah. and I love them. And I had a client who lost her husband and, oh. um, yeah, really uh, young and, and um, in an accident. It was very tragic and nothing would settle her tummy. And so right. I started making her some of your lemongrass and ginger in the pyramids, um, just brewing it up for her and putting it in these big glass bottles. And she would drink it cold and it was the only thing that she could kind of wake up to in the morning that would settle her tummy and settle her nerves and right. allow her, you know, to get the kids to school and just get on with her day. And I just I wanted to tell you that because the power of your teas is is medicinal like it's just as therapeutic as anything that I'm making in the clinic for people and so it's a really nice way like you said to allow people to integrate herbs into their lifestyle in, yeah. in an easy and an affordable way. Mm. I mean, that's beautiful that's that's such a beautiful story. I'm sure it's so nice I feel like the way that tea can yeah it can do it works on so many levels, I think. Like, obviously, it's a drink and it's something to enjoy, um, but it brings people together and it gives you time out and it's that that kind of um, that self-love and that kind of self-care that we I feel like we lose touch with in this busy life that we live. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's really beautiful. You have three children? I do, yes. I have Arabella, she is eight, um, Nebraska, she's four, and then Pascal, he's one. So three kids. And so yeah. three kids, a booming tea business because I see your teas everywhere now and you're with some of the biggest suppliers in, you know, in terms of health food. I spent 10 years in health food shops and I, I see it in the catalogues and everything now. Um, so busy mom. Yes. Oh, yeah, my it's gosh. a busy life. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you know, we've got our video going. Is that tea that you're drinking now? I'm actually drinking um, – a liquid herb of just licorice and echinacea with warm water because I was like I was saying to Mel previous to the to the call we um are absolutely freezing down here we're um based just an hour south of Melbourne but we're on the coast sort of near Torquay and Bells Beach and it's it's bitterly cold and so I'm just keeping warm and mm. um yeah soaking up the goodness of some licorice and echinacea it's boosting your immune system and <laughs> yeah. coating your throat and your yes. blood. yeah nice so do you find that you still use a mix of you know, all of those modalities in terms of liquid and supplements and her- and your herbal tea? I do, yeah. Yeah, very much across everything. I really believe in um, a holistic approach to wellness. I'm, I'm not one of the the ones that can jump on a diet and, and kind of promote it or stick to it myself for a long period of time and I feel like it's a bit a bit narrowing. Um, I love the, that you can bring in whole foods and so there's so, so many amazing foods out there now. I feel like when I started naturopathy, like sauerkraut and um, drinking kombucha, it was like unheard of. And yeah. 
um, people would laugh at me and didn't understand what I was talking about. And now it's, it's, it's everywhere. So it's wonderful to have access to all of that. And I, I do believe bringing it all in to your diet and lifestyle altogether. So, yeah. When I started writing my books, you know, I had this big fermenting section and um, people would be like, can we just buy it off you? Like, can you just make it? And what does bite off? It's too, it's too smelly. It's too weird. Yeah. And then we started doing fermenting courses and, you know, just people started learning how easy it is. And then it's just really taken off in Australia. Um, yeah. It's a long time coming. Yes. <laughs> the beautiful thing. Yeah. The beautiful thing about tea is that it really straddles the, um, you know, the herbal medicinal therapeutic stuff and the food-based stuff. Like yeah. you can get the best of both worlds in a herbal tea. And I, I know that having your knowledge would mean that you're formulating those teas, um, you know, for some really awesome stuff, but also some specific things. You know, mm. you've, you've got all like this huge range and I love the names of your teas because they're really clear about yeah. what it is. Run us through some, yeah. talk to me about some of those, you know, those ideas for those recipes and um, what made you come up with the specific blends? Yeah. So for me, um, I felt like in clinic and through my naturopathy studies, you're probably the same, Mel, but it was like I would I would just see so many people with the same conditions or presenting with the same health concerns that they wanted to work on. Um, and it made me think, okay, so there's all these people wanting to work on their digestive system, there's heaps of stress, everyone wanting to cope with stress better, they they need support with breastfeeding. This was a big a big issue that I faced a lot. It was they were really common and repetitive. And so I just I, I thought about creating a range of products that would cater to a lot of people rather than one. It kind of it borderline frustrated me that I would sit with people in a consult and um, I would only be able to treat that person in that hour and a half or that hour or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I would only get as far as one person. And then there's all these other people out there that do feel the same way or want to work on this same condition or whatever it was. And to be able to treat more of them, I thought that would be that would be the bee's knees to me. So, yeah, creating the wellness teas was part of that. It was, um, it was giving people access to products that they commonly presented with a need for. So you yeah. really drew on that client base of complaints or, or illnesses to formulate a lot of those blends. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, I remember a few women coming in, um, yeah, with breastfeeding issues, couldn't feed. Um, had you know previous children and it didn't work for them and it wasn't happening and just wanted to work on that and you know you work through it and get great results and it was just kind of frustrating that you couldn't help more people yeah and um, yeah a lot of the blends came from from that concept that if you could put this out there and yeah make it accessible to more people that it would would help a lot more people so yeah yeah that's so good and going, yeah. going back to your chai because I love your chai. Um, yeah. I have I had a beautiful pregnant lady who just adored your um your chai with no black tea. Yes, the caffeine free chai, yeah. 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 So that's such a cool concept because you're right, all the chai has black tea in it. Yeah. And so do yes. you, is that has that come from, you know, like a need in the market that you saw or a client? Yeah, that's a that's this is really interesting. Um I pretty much created every blend in our range except this one <laughs> and this was my my husband Damien Amos he's um my partner in this business and he he's amazing he um runs the show mm-hmm. he um he's like I, I was I was pregnant at the time and he's like oh 
what are you going to drink? You know, and I was like, oh, I don't really feel like coffee and I don't want to drink the black tea and whatever when I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, we need a chai for you that's caffeine free. And um, anyway, we talked about it for a while. And I was like, but I feel like it's just me. I don't think everyone's going to love this caffeine free thing. Like mm. people drink tea and black tea and chai. They want that caffeine. And anyway, I didn't think it was going to do very well at all. <laughs> and um, I was completely wrong. It's um, it's our number one seller. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we based it on rooibos tea and honeybush tea, which are South African teas that are um, mineral rich. They're amazing on their own. But when you combine them with the spices, it's like this, this beautiful, soothing and warming chai. And smoky. Um, it's got a, yeah. like a smoky. So it's really nice. And it's nice to have at night before bed if you, you don't want the caffeine or can't handle caffeine or whatever. Mm. It's a beautiful blend for them as well. So, yeah, it's done really well. Super warming. <laughs> Super warming. So, yeah. he, so he's a genius. Yeah, just yeah. quite. He's on the side. I was sitting him in the closet for a while there, and he came out and got mm. the number one seller. Don't, so. don't let him listen to this. <laughs> I won't. Because no, he sources all your um, beautiful ingredients, right? He does. Yeah. yeah. So he's talking to farmers and. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he travels a bit. Um, he used to travel a lot more, but um, with three kids, we've tried to try and tone that down mm. a little bit now. But um, yeah, he goes out and. Um, and, and gets all the, the ingredients from around the world. We source from a huge range of countries, so that's a big job in itself. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, he deals with all the logistics, um, packaging, the production, the whole the whole of it really. He tells me I just get to come in and have fun and create great blends and, and enjoy my naturopathy side of things. And, <laughs> and he gets to do the hard work. No, but he's great at it and he loves it. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good little team that we have. It's a good balance between that and parenting <laughs> great team I think a lot of naturopaths listening in will um be so appreciative of that because lots of the girls that I taught at college they don't have that partner support or um have to teach their partners a lot about what we do because it's not a mainstream thing so to yep. have um you know to have him on board and to have such a successful business come out of it that's so beautiful yeah, it's a funny, funny story actually. I um, I knew from a very young age that I wanted to be a naturopath and that I wanted to study natural medicine for my own knowledge, but also to help people. Wow, it was kind of like my own little journey that I was on, and I was very driven towards that mm. all along. And um, and then I met Damien when I had um just sort of started my studies, and he asked what I did, and I was talking to him about it, and. I'm um, quite passionate about it and um, and I, I believe in it 100% and I think that kind of brushed off on him um, and after I first had this discussion, this meeting with him about what I did and, and how I loved it, he was kind of talking about what he wanted to do in his, his life and long story short, he ended up starting naturopathy and studied at the university that I was at. Oh, there you go. <laughs> So, yeah, he's a real love story mixed into all this. But, um, yeah, it's quite funny. And then um, he – I continued on and I I completed my course um, whilst starting this tea business on the side and um, he was kind enough to – he studied naturopathy as well and then um, kindly let it go and um, focused on the tea so as I could finish finish my study because there was a lot going on at the time. So, (laughs) yeah. Something gives. So it was yeah. He gave it up, but um, he loved it and he learned a lot. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun together with that as well. So yeah, beautiful. And that deeper understanding of um, like having both studied 
even though, yeah. even not finishing it, he still would have like he still would have yes. learned so much and having that deeper understanding together. Of yeah, the absolutely. Power, the power of those herbs. Yes, yeah. So he's always strong believer in it, super passionate about it, and um, yeah, just been amazing on this journey, helping me and and making love tea what it is today. So yeah, that's awesome. And you, you've mentioned like that that is the love story and also about loving yourself and using the teas like that uh, yeah. and to some extent like it I always I have always kind of thought that it's equal parts spending the time with that tea brewing that tea sitting down with that tea drinking that tea mm. and the effect of the herbs yeah you know like the beautiful um well like the Buddhist brew brew batches of tea and they sit and they meditate and and have that wonderful experience with tea do you find that that's just as important in terms of like you said sharing it with others or sharing spending that time with yourself yeah I do I think um I think once upon a time that was that was quite normal and you do that multiple times through a day and you sit around as a family and you would enjoy that that slow pace and the whole ritual of making tea Mm. and um I think nowadays, you know, life's so busy and there's so much going on and it's it's much less of a focus to put that time into yourself and to share it with your friends and your loved ones and just kind of, you know, reflect a little bit and, and take some time out. But it's so important and when you do it, you feel so good. It's um, it's really beautiful. And um, I think the chai is such a nice way to do that because it requires, if you're going to, you know, do the proper steeping, it's, it's on a stovetop and it's, in a pot and you're slow brewing it and nothing about it is fast. Um, nothing about it's rushed. It's very, you know, calm and then and then brewing that and then sharing it and enjoying it and the warming spices. It's like on so many levels. It's so yeah. nourishing and, and so giving and, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I, I've run out. And so I just like I'm thinking while you're talking, I have to just go online and order some more <laughs> immediately. <laughs> because it's so cold today yeah you need chai through winter Mm, for sure and it does have all those benefits like some of those herbs um you know uh immune immune herbs and like warming and circulatory stimulants and beautiful actual yeah um, effects or actions yeah and even for the digestive system like amazing for that you know before or after a meal and that's Traditionally, when it was had, it was before or after a meal to support the digestive system. And um, I feel like you know you might you might occasionally add some of these spices to your, to your meal that you're cooking at night or whatever. But to be able to bring them in daily mm. is pretty amazing. I think that's like super easy to support your health in that way, um, and so enjoyable. Sipping tea. Yes, <laughs> I've had um, clients in the clinic who talk about. Like I'll be like, oh, what about this tea, this tea? And and they're like, no, I don't like herbal teas. Mm. And I just find that so crazy because yeah. they're so different. You know, it's like yeah. saying I don't like food. Yes. <laughs> yeah. like... It's a huge other world, isn't it? Yeah. I know. I mean, people saying to me, oh, no, I don't drink herbal tea. And I say, oh, what, you know, what have you tried? And it'll be something like I've tried chamomile. Mm. Always chamomile. Like yeah. Yeah. Always the chamomile is blamed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if somebody hasn't had any other herbal teas or they've just had some stuff um, from the shop, well, let's talk about that. Like, can you give me give us a bit of an idea of the difference between buying from the supermarket and what your your teas um, have in them and the difference in the quality of the ingredients there? 
Yeah, yeah. So we um, we only use certified organic ingredients, so you won't find chemicals in your tea. Whereas some of the more mainstream ones that aren't organic, yeah, you'll be consuming um, a chemical component that comes off the herb or the spice. Um, so I think that helps in a big way with flavour alone, let alone the health benefit of that. Um, we also use the whole leaf or flower, whatever we, we're working with, so it's not the, the the dust, which is often the cheapest part of the tea. Um, so it's it's a common common sort of tea to use. It's um, really cheap um, and infuses quite quickly. So you, some of your black teas, your cheaper black teas, would be just literally dust, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty much just the leftovers. It doesn't of sound good. No. Nobody wants dust tea. You don't dust tea. People don't know that, you know. It's um it's yeah, it's it's about awareness I think and, and once they have the understanding and the knowledge of what they're actually getting and, and what the difference can be, you know, it's the same as food, isn't it? You know, mm. once people know this is what this food is made from and this is what it's gonna do for me versus all the benefits in this organic produce and whatever, it's it's huge, a huge difference. But um yeah, our teas are all whole leaf or flower so we handcraft them all here um and we even do it for our biodegradable pyramid tea bags so some people would think that a tea bag would just be a refined more of the dust sort of style but we use the whole leaf um it's literally the same blend is our loose leaf as is in the pyramid tea bag so when you infuse it you get quite a strong infusion which has Mm. got a lot of flavor and greater therapeutic benefit so um yeah but we try and we try and um I, I do think that cost comes into it quite often with different teas and, and that people might pull back on using a certain herb or a spice or an ingredient because it's super expensive and, and you know, or use less of it. But um, we try and keep it really balanced and a real holistic approach to each blend. Um, and we think more about it in, yeah, in a holistic sense rather than, than a cost kind of perspective, which I think could change the blends quite a lot. Um yeah, so we use the highest quality um, herbs, tea and spice and we handcraft them all so there's no machines used, there's a lot less processing that happens and the final product is, is therefore a more wholesome tea um, with, yeah, greater therapeutic benefit. You mm. can see that, like when you look at your teas, you can see that, right? Yeah. It's obvious they're unlike anything that I've ever seen or bought from the supermarket. Yeah. And then as you start to enjoy it, you can really taste that. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember doing, um, you know, when we first started, we, we went and we used to work at markets a lot because we um, we could display all the products um, in little jars and people would come along and smell it and see the product inside and they were blown away. They, they People would so often just come up and be like, what is this and what is that? What is that ingredient? I've never seen this. Mm. Like. And you, and you don't, you know, you don't see it in that whole form. The big, yeah, the chamomile flowers were literally whole flowers mm. and lavender and everything. It was, yeah, people were blown away. And I think that was a great experience for us because it was like um, it was, it sort of showed us that this is how important what we're doing is in a sense of keeping it really authentic and there's nothing like preservatives or artificial flavours or sweeteners or any. Any masks covering any of it, it's just real tea, herb and spice, which is kind of more unique to us, I think, these days. Oh, absolutely. I walk down the tea aisle because I can't resist it and I'm always looking and reading and I turn it around and there's all these like, like 
words and numbers like identical flavors and um like even some of the big beautiful tea shops that you think you know are sticking to tea uh aren't doing the right thing by it like you know they're not they're not doing that yeah and it's funny yeah sometimes people have for many years have been drinking what they think is this beautiful tea and and you ask you know what it is or what's in it and it's it's actually a lot of, yeah, sugar and flavour mm. with this little hint of tea. So, yeah, you can call it a tea, but it's it's, it's hugely different from, from a real, authentic, wholesome, like whole leaf tea. Yeah. It's, it's totally different. So, yeah. So where would you recommend people start if they, going back to um, my previous question, if they haven't had anything before, like you said the caffeine-free chai is your biggest seller, but yeah. for somebody who's like, I hate chamomile, I don't drink herbal tea, what do you reckon? What do you give them? Mm. So I, I think um, it's it's tea's funny. It's it's very individual. Like um, for me, I'm a huge fan of Earl Grey. Um, I love licorice, so I love my licorice love and our digestive blends. Um, but some people, you know, everyone's quite different. They they and they're set in their their way of what they like. I find like it's like oh, I don't drink that, but I love this. And it, the next person will say the opposite, and it's it's quite varied. But um. I guess I guess directing them towards um, like a lemongrass and ginger or something sort of soothing and gentle to start with, our calming tea or, um, yeah, maybe even a peppermint, that kind of thing. I just, I just think start them something that they, that they personally would like the flavour of and ease them in there and, and they'll grow to love a whole world of tea after that. Yeah, <laughs> so looking at what you as an individual, like what appeals to you as an individual in terms of taste. Yes, yeah, taste and, and lifestyle because some people are like, oh, I have to I have to have black tea and, and they laugh at the caffeine-free, you know, oh, <laughs> I want caffeine-free tea. I need to be like, give me the black tea. And then other people are like, oh, no, I couldn't have caffeine. And yeah, everyone's just so different and I think it's great because they're listening to their body, aren't they? It's like they're, they're looking at what's right for them and what appeals to them and all that. So, yeah, hence having so many different products because um, I do think that everyone's got their own unique, you know, different wants and needs from from tea as they do food and yeah yeah, it's quite quite different but yeah there's something for everyone out there I think for sure absolutely that's awesome so where can people find out more about what you guys are doing um so our website is lovetea.com.au um and we have blog posts and an online store on there and there's also a list of all of our stockists um and we're on instagram as well which is at lovetea.official um yeah with lots of tea and spell on there and and um yeah specials and things like that that we run will be directed from there so and mg herbs official pardon i'm mg herbs official i know i saw that so we're both official yeah it's official (laughs) and if people want to jump online and order some of these amazing teas you've got free delivery complimentary delivery for um orders over 60 bucks in australia yes so they can jump in and get onto it Yes. Thanks so much for coming on the cast today, Emma. I really oh, appreciate pleasure. it. Thanks so much for having us. Pleasure. I will talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Sounds good. If you like what we do here at The Naked Naturopath, then be sure to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Mal and MG Herbs, jump onto mgherbs.com, follow us on Facebook at MG Herbs Australia and Instagram at MG Herbs Official. Please keep in mind that all advice and opinions on the Naked Naturopath are not individualized. To get the right advice for you, be sure to make a booking with Mel or your health professional.
2019 Wellness Summit is almost here. I love being at these events. They're always such a great positive environment. And it's been really great to um, listen to like-minded people and to um, meet a few people actually. I've been to every summit and I've been to every one and I'll always keep coming. It's always inspiring. It's been a real eye-opener. We're actually signed up to go to the breakthrough now. It's very motivating. I think it's great to listen to people who are inspired. And there's always something to learn and something to take away. I think uh, for myself and giving myself that um, opportunity to, to learn. There's so much going on in life and everything that you can get distracted and forget the things that you should be doing. And this always reminds you to get back on track and, and um, to focus on the things that are important, a holistic health. Just do it, yeah. Just yeah, suck it up and do it. It's uh, It could be life-changing, yeah. I would say it's awesome and it's the start of changing your life. Come along, see what it's about and enjoy it. It's an amazing event with like-minded, positive people and you can't help but um, walk away feeling great. Positive Mentor presents the 2019 Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Can you afford to miss out? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.